Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 13, Women in Lock Sport, part two. In today's episode, can you take pics on a plane? More about Richard Feynman's safe cracking techniques. Google data center security, possibly the first pet to earn a white belt in lock picking, and more women in lock sport. For full show notes with links, you can visit www.thelocksportscast.com. You can find this show on most podcast apps, YouTube, and at thelocksportscast.com. I want to start by saying sorry to those of you on YouTube. There's no video version this week. I'm working through the weekend, and I just don't have time to do a full video edit. I only have one computer capable of editing video, and it's not portable. The audio version can be edited on any one of my computers, including a laptop that I can take to work and use during breaks and lunches. All right, in uh, Locksport-related news this week, we have some more lockpicking criminals. The first one is from Canada, Brandon Police Service. A 34-year-old man from Winnipeg was charged with breaching a release order and possession of break-in instruments. Shortly after 11 p.m., a vehicle was stopped on 18th Street North. The male driver is on a release order with curfew and was arrested. When the man was searched, he had lock picking set in his possession. He will appear in court in November. In Fairmont, North Carolina, police say a woman and two juveniles tried to break into an ATM at the BB&T Bank. They responded to an alarm and they found... The front of the ATM open and a vehicle parked behind it. They found a woman and two juveniles inside the vehicle, detained them, and they found tools that had been used to break into the ATM, along with paperwork that had been removed from inside the ATM. They hadn't been able to access the part where the money is kept, evidently, but they did at least attempt to. The juveniles were turned over to the custody of their parents. The female was incarcerated in the detention center, and they were charged with safe-cracking, conspiracy to commit safe-cracking, and possession of burglary tools. In Elk River, Minnesota, police say a suspect used a lock-picking device to gain entry into an apartment complex. They were called after a wallet was stolen from a vehicle parked in the underground garage of the complex. Video footage showed a female using a lock-picking device to gain entry to the building. She was then seen driving a dark-colored SUV with no license plates into the garage, where she looked at vehicles before leaving the garage in the SUV. In Solano County, California, a sheriff's office has arrested two men who were allegedly trying to enter the fire evacuation zone to steal from homes. People there were forced to leave their homes due to the fires, and the Solano Sheriff's Office arrested a Donald Widman and a Jacob Carter after the two men attempted to enter the evacuation area. The department says the men presented fake permits and were found in possession of lockpicking tools and suspected methamphetamine. And Brad DeWall, the Solano County Undersheriff, is quoted as saying, It's sad to think that there are folks out there that take advantage of tragedies like this. He says there's been at least one report of a burglary in a fire evacuation zone. 
The department is working to keep homes safe by conducting patrols and roadblocks. And Redhead Lockpicker shared a link with me to the TSA's website entitled What Can I Bring? And it shows that lockpicks are officially listed as allowed to carry in carry-on and checked baggage. So officially, it is perfectly acceptable for you to carry lockpicks on the plane with you. However, I have seen stories online of people who claim that despite the fact that it is listed as allowed, some TSA agents still refuse to let you carry them. So I wouldn't take your best set of picks and try to do them carry on because they might get left at the security counter. All right, and in episode number five, I talked about some historical lockpickers, including Richard Feynman, and I talked a little bit about how he had been a little bit mischievous and was breaking into locked file cabinets and stuff while he was at Los Alamos during the Manhattan Project. And Numberfile on YouTube shared a video called Safe Cracking with Feynman, and it goes into more detail about the process he used, how he analyzed the working of the lock, and knowledge about the people involved and people's habits to limit the number of combinations he would have to try. I think it's a really interesting video to watch, and there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to go check it out for yourselves. And then YouTube recommended for me a video that I thought was quite interesting called Google Data Center Security Six Layers Deep. The video goes through all the layers of security they have before you can actually get to the physical servers in the data center. There's the usual perimeter fencing, security guards, cameras, badging, but there's multiple, multiple layers, each getting more difficult and restricted. It even claims that they hire outside groups to regularly test their security and that they even enlist employees in the data center to try to gain access to areas that they're not supposed to be in. So it sounds like they're regularly testing their security for any holes. And anyway, I thought it was a really good look at what on the surface appears to be security done pretty well for physical security. Way better than stuff I've seen at most places. And then when searching for lockpicking information on Google, I came across a article that was entitled Lockdown Has Proven That All Friendships Need a Good Edit. And this was a little weird because the basic article, the premise of the main article is how this social distancing and lockdown have really affected friendships. They can only communicate via Zoom and, and things like that online. And it's not the same as in person and it's, it's trying friendships and it's really causing some friendships to break down, stuff like that. But then tacked on at the end with no real introduction is this section that says lock picking kit, anyone? And it does a quick talk about, you know, weird things people have bought during lockdown. And the very last thing that's mentioned here reads, Perhaps most suspiciously, one currently gamefully employed friend invested in a lock picking kit. 
a side hustle for when redundancy looms, perhaps? I, I only included this because this is a lot of the public's view of lockpicking. Oh, why would you buy a lockpicking kit? Why would you be practicing lockpicking? Are you planning on becoming a criminal? Are you worried about losing your job so you're going to have to become a criminal? I'm using this as kind of a way to say, this is why I understand why some people don't want to share their real identity or show their face when they're doing lockpicking videos. This stigma related to lockpicking and locksport is, is out there in the public. I personally don't have a problem with it. I don't go telling everybody I pick locks, but, you know, I show my face on here. I don't care. You know my real name. It's out there on all of my stuff. But I understand that some of you don't, and that's why in anything I do, anytime you give me information, if you send me an email and it comes from your real email address with your real name or something like that, just tell me what name you want me to use you know, your YouTube channel name or a name on a Discord or whatever you want me to use, just give me that or just say completely anonymous. That's fine. I understand that. I can, I can sympathize. I personally, like I said, I don't care. The people I work with know, my friends know, my family knows. It's, it's public. I don't care. I feel like a few of us have to really put it out there as long as we're, you know, being legal about it. It's fine. If a few of us put it out there, it hopefully will help destigmatize it a little bit. And in uh, community news, Lot has the first bird and possibly the first non-human animal to earn a white belt. Lot's bird is known as Rio the Bird Thief on Reddit, and he earned his white belt with a video posted called Bosnian Bird. I'll put a link in the show notes to the posting with the quick note here that I'm able to load it and watch the video with the provided link. But at the same time, I get a message that says, sorry, this post has been removed by the moderators of r slash lockpicking. Moderators remove post from feeds for a variety of reasons, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not sure what that's about because the video still loads. If I go into the profile for Rio the Bird Thief, it still shows the post there that I can click on and load the post, but it always says on my computer anyway, multiple computers I've tried it on, it always says that it's been removed by the moderators, and I don't know what that's about. And on YouTube, if you haven't already, I suggest that you subscribe to Saspez and go over and check out his community tab. He's been putting up lock patent drawings and info with links to the patents or patent.google.com page it's really interesting i really enjoy those posts seeing the the technical drawings of the locks and being able to just click on it and go over there and, and read the patent information so again if you haven't already go check those out i'll have a link to Cespez's community page in the show notes and then I saw Lockmania posted a video called If You Are One of These Channels, Please Contact Me. He's working at getting some packages that he needs to have sent out, sent out, but he's, he evidently has misplaced who exactly he was supposed to be or where exactly he was supposed to be sending these packages, addresses, and such. So 
If you think you're one of the channels, go check out Lockmania's video. The link will be in the show notes, or you can just go to his channel and click on on the video there. But watch the video. If you're one of the channels that he is mentioning, then please get in touch with him. Now, I'd like to take a quick break and say thank you to everyone that contributed to this episode. Executive producers for this episode are Medler, Pandafrog, and Michael Gilchrist, my Patreon subscribers. Content producers for this episode are Lowell Forbes, Dusty Knuckles, Jimmy Longs, Keyless Entry, and Starry Lock. I'd like to give a special thanks to Brutal Fair on Apple Podcasts, who left a review on the 16th of August that is titled, A Must for Those Active in Locksport. Charles has put together a wonderful weekly show that discusses so much of what makes Locksport such an awesome community. For those already involved in it, as well as people interested in checking it out, this podcast is a great source of current, get it, events, giveaways, hot new topics, and long-standing traditions. So thank you, Brewfair. I really appreciate that wonderful comment. This podcast is only possible because of the information provided by the community. So if you value this podcast, please help support it by sending in your lock sport, lock picking, physical security related news, links, events, giveaway information, or anything else that you have going that you think the community should know about. Maybe you're doing a group buy or something you've found some great merchandise, something, anything you have that's lock sport, lock picking, physical security related, send it in. You can send it to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the other contact methods listed in the show notes. You can also find my contact information at thelocksportscast.com. So you can head over there and don't forget to share the podcast with your lock picking friends. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform like Brutal Fair did. Or if you want, you can subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal. All right, and on to the main topic, which again, this week is going to be a little light. There's not a whole lot of information out there, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to work on this because of my busy work schedule this week. But I did get some feedback from last week's Women in Locksport episode. So last week, I referenced uh, Christina Palmer and her work on pick design and the fact that Multipick was selling several sets that had her designs. So Jimmy Long sent in a note letting me know that Christina's designs are not just used by Multipick, but also by Peterson, Law Lock Tools, and Southern Specialties. He says her work on the Wicked Waves, or the Bogotas, is ingenious. He also wanted to let everyone know that Tool has a ton of women that help out a lot, and one of them is Lady Merlin, who helps run Tool. She helps with the internal dealings, organizing lockpicking villages at conferences, and much more. And Dusty Knuckles wrote in to share a few YouTube channels that I missed last week. Uh, he shared with me one I didn't know about before. We've got Tech Girl Tiff. And also, I missed last week Lethalogica X, who you might know created a few 3D printed locks and was recently featured on Helpful Lock Pickers channel. He also sent in that a YouTube channel called Naomi Sexy Cyborg Woo did a video on Locksport and gave me a link gave me a link for that and I will have that in the show notes. He also mentioned that he has several additional female followers that do not as of yet have channels or public profiles. 
And with that, I'd like to say that if there are any female lockpickers listening that don't already have a YouTube channel, now is a great time to start one. Starry Lock is having his giveaway for women in lock sport, which I'll give more details on later. And it's a great excuse to start one. You don't have to show yourself on camera. You don't have to give out personal information. You don't need any fancy equipment to film with. Uh, all it takes is a smartphone and a tripod made from things you can find around your house. I will include a link in the show notes to a Lockpickers United video entitled Mentorship Monday 9, Tripods from Trash, that shows easy ways to set things up. This is a great welcoming community, and we would love to have you be an active part of it in it. So if you have any inclination, just please go ahead and, and do it. Make a video. It doesn't matter if it's not a perfect polished video. A lot of our videos aren't. Just make something, get out there, and make your presence known. All right, and last week I also mentioned uh, Christine Bachman and her involvement with Lockpick Extreme website, and I wanted to mention that they have a YouTube channel too. There aren't any recent videos, but they do have a YouTube channel. I'll have a link for that in the show notes. And to remind everybody that they sell picks and other lock sport gear on their website, Lockpick Extreme. You can also sign up for some online training that they have on the site as well. So if you want to support them and you're looking for some picks, maybe you uh, want to check out their website. And if you want to get a better feel for what it is they sell, check out the link for Starry Locks giveaway video for women in Locksport. He's giving away some of the stuff they sell. And I'll also link in the show notes a video called Appreciation of 12-piece lockpick set from Lockpick Extreme, where the, the person reviews one of their sets. All right, and let's get on to giveaways. This week, we have Keyless Entries giveaway still going. It says 250 subscriber giveaway. The basic rules will be you have to be a subscriber. He has to know who you are. And he's sub to over 300 channels, and he's on Discord, so he knows the bulk of the active community. You have to use the hashtag that you can get from his video, and you can get an extra entry for guessing how many Z-bars are in a container that he holds up during that video, so you should go check that out. It's running for just a few more days. It runs till the 3rd of September, and there are two categories, one for beginner, one for advanced, so you can enter whichever one you think best suits you. I also received a notice from Lowell Forbes that in celebration of his one-year anniversary, he is doing a community appreciation giveaway. I won't go over the rules on the podcast here. I will send you over to his video to check it out. There's a link in the show notes. It's called hashtag Lowell's Wild One Year Community Appreciation GAW. I believe Starlock is still doing his weekly Shoutout Monday series where he highlights channels with fewer than 100 subscribers, and he tries to incentivize people to check out those channels, subscribe, and comment by giving away a gift certificate to Law Lock Tools once a month. You need to head over to his channel and check out one of his videos to get the rules. And also make sure you subscribe to Pocket Woman's channel because she has been doing some of the videos here and there too. And you don't want to miss any. So make sure you subscribe to both Starlock and Pocket Woman if you're interested in that one. 
Starlock is also doing the giveaway that inspired the whole Women in Locksport episode last week and this week. And it's hashtag Women in Locksport G-A-W. And the video is entitled Let's Celebrate the Women in Locksport. Hashtag Women in Locksport G-A-W. I'll send you over to his site, to that video, to check out all the rules. But to enter, you must be a woman or a girl in Locksport, and you have to make a video. So... Go over there, check that out. It doesn't end till the 18th of September, so you've still got plenty of time to get in. Even if you haven't started a channel yet, you still have time to get one started, figure out the the logistics, and get a video made. I highly encourage any woman in Locksport that is even remotely interested to just get out there and try it. Believe me, it's a lot easier than it seems. I'm still doing my Pack Lock a Month giveaway. I will be doing the draw here in a few days for August. I have quite a few entries this time. The last day to get entered in that one is Monday the 31st, the day this podcast releases. So if you're listening to it on the first day, you can still get in if you share the podcast or send me some useful news. Other than that, everything else will be now entered onto the September giveaway. And like I said, I'll do that draw here just as soon as I get a break from work and I have time to shoot and edit a video. Remember, this show needs your support. You can support the show in the following ways. You can send me your news information, anything you have that is related to locksport, lockpicking, physical security. Send it to podcast at locksportscast.com. Even if you think that it's already out there and everybody's going to be sending it to me, send it anyway, because a lot of people think that. And then I might not get it at all. And sometimes I get busy and I don't get a chance to see all the posts that come up and do Google searches myself. So please remember to just just send it to me. If you send it, I use it. I'll also give you an entry into my giveaway. You can share the show with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting app or uh, uh, leave a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. Whichever way you consume the podcast, make sure you show your support for it there. You can subscribe on Patreon or donate via PayPal if you wish. If you support the show in some way, I'll give you a producer credit and mention you in the podcast. I will also put a link to whatever YouTube channel, blog, or anything like that that you want me to in the show notes. So if you have something that you'd like shared, make sure to let me know and Thank you for listening, and remember to keep it legal. In relation to uh, last week's episode, and again, because of uh, the short little, uh, all right, and in uh, news directly related, 